Today, the upcoming UEFA Euro 2024 tournament in Germany is the topic of conversation. Under the microscope will be three nations in particular, as we have representatives from England. Wants it at the back post. Still Rashford! The host Germany. Kroos will go for it and score! And underdogs, Albania. also have analysis from the athletics German football expert Seb Stafford Blur. In Qatar that audience was down to eight or nine million which kind of illustrates the detachment felt and the disinterest. And BBC lead commentator Guy Morbray. Then I think England do win, win, win the European Championships. This is Word on Weir Side. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Word on Wayside podcast. I'm Jack Ostwick, the English representative today. The three lines are heavily tipped to do well in the summer and maybe lift that trophy in the Olympiastadion in Berlin. But questions have been recently raised over Gareth Southgate's future. We'll come back to that later. Joining me today, we have Annika Hamina, born and raised in Berlin. So Annika, as hosts, how do you feel that Germany will fare? Well, obviously it's been a horrible year for us and... The hopes are not really high that we will achieve anything after the group stage next year. So obviously, about 10 years since your World Cup win in Brazil, what's gone wrong since? It's hard to answer. The team just seems to lack spirit, identity. They're losing the fans and it's just not working. I think it's interesting that you mentioned the national team are losing the fans. We'll come back and talk about that later. But also joining me, I do have our resident Albanian Marlon Yumiri. So Marlon... This is Albania's first appearance at a Euro since 2016 and only their second ever at a major tournament. That's correct. How do you see it playing out for the Young Eagles? To be honest, I'm not really expecting much from this tournament. I'm just, I'm more in the positive mindset that we're here. Let's give it a good go and let's see how we can do. It's only our second international tournament in our history. We have a much better squad than we did last time. But to be honest, as an Albania fan, and I can speak for, I think for the majority of Albania fans, just getting there is the achievement and hopefully with this generation of players that we have right now, hopefully we can begin to qualify for more tournaments consistently. It'll definitely be interesting to see how Albania do perform next summer and we'll come back to that later. So Jack, you're the England representative. Obviously England have topped their group unbeaten in a group on paper anyway, it was quite a tough group. Italy who are the Euro champions and Ukraine are never easy to play against. How do you feel as an England fan going into the Euros next year? You look at our squad, the talent, you've got talent coming out of our ears really, it's outrageous, I mean you've got Bellingham who's arguably the best player in the world right now on form, tearing apart in Madrid, like if if he's sat in the 10 roll, pulling all the strings, you've got a team that more than capable of winning national tournaments and as it should be, because you look at that qualifying campaign, you know, six wins, two draws, no defeats. Italy and Ukraine aren't easy teams, no push-ups. We beat Italy twice. It looks good, but then there just seems to be this worry that we can go that step further and actually win a tournament. And obviously, as always, Gareth Southgate, uh, questions about his future, questions about everything that he does at the minute. What's What side of the fence do you stay on when it comes to Southgate? Are you like for him? Are you against him? Or do you not really mind? Yeah, so he, he does come under a, little, a lot of scrutiny, I think. The England job's one of the highest jobs in the world. You, 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 the 
microscopes constantly on you. I'm thankful for what he's done. He's took England to a new level to what we ever seen. It's the best time of my life sport in England. Got semi-finals of a World Cup, Euro final, and then the World Cup quarter-final again. It just feels like we could have gone that step further. But I feel like he's there's a good, good stepping stone. He's got us there. I'm just not sure if he's the man to lead us to trophies. Can't help but agree. He's done so well for us. And he's took us so far and give us some of the best times of our lives, but has he took us as far as he can? But anyway, that's enough from us. On the topic of England, we're going to hear now from someone you may consider an expert, BBC's lead commentator, Guy Mowbray, a voice I'm sure many of you will recognise from Match of the Day and any England games across the BBC in tournaments across the last 10 to 15 years. We asked Guy what his thoughts are on highly scrutinised England manager Gareth Southgate. I don't get the obsession with is Gareth Southgate doing a good job because that to me is beyond question. It's beyond question. Getting to a World Cup semi-final, then getting to a final of the European Championships, then being a missed penalty away from another World Cup semi-final and who knows what from there on. Apart from winning it, you can't do a great deal more. England have only won one thing, as we know, as we're all too painfully aware, in their entire history, and that was on home soil. What's more, he's got the England team back united. You know, a, a good few years ago, uh, the England team was, was made of factions. The Liverpool boys in one corner, the Manchester United boys in one, the Chelsea and Arsenal, they wouldn't talk to one another. You know, I, I know it's basic to say that. It wasn't quite as basic as that, but that was how it was. There were different factions. And playing for England seemed to be a chore. You regularly got players pulling out. What he's done, he's made it a thing again. It, he's been a terrific manager. It, it takes a different mindset to manage an international team. I don't think necessarily you have to be somebody who's won everything at club level um, because these players are the cream. They're the best the country has to offer. You don't need to tell them how to play. You need to manage them, actually individually manage them. And I don't see I don't see who would do that better than him right now. We also asked Guy, simply, can England win Euro 2024? They certainly can. And... and just get out of the group. I'll go back to what I said at the start. I always say this every tournament. Just get out of the group. That can be the only thing that you can actually say, right, That's what's the aim? You can say, okay, we need to get to the semi-finals. You might get an, an awful penalty decision. You might get an horrific injury or two that, that cost you a place in the semis or the quarters. So just get out of the group. Hope for a favourable draw. Hope that everybody's at their best. If, if every England player is at their best and he's able to field his best lineup for every single game, then I think England do win... Win, win the European Championships. I, I, I really do. I, I can't see another team that's better on paper right now in terms of the players and the depth of talent, the player pool that we have. And, and, and I'm lucky enough to cover all sorts of European football, see players from all over the world. Um, France are still around, obviously. They are very, very good, very strong. Germany seem to be all over the place at the moment, but you know they'll be strong come tournament time. You know it'll happen because it always happens. Thank you very much to Guy Mowbray there for doing that interview for us. Really appreciate it. What do we think about that? I agree with Guy. I think uh, England should, if everyone stays fit, England probably have the best squad there. The only issue I've got is that England don't have the best manager. I look at France and Italy and I think both of their managers are more capable. I'm not convinced by Southgate, but that team should win the Euros. Guy's main point was that he believes... Gareth Southgate is the man to take us forward and potentially win the tournament and he deserves that last goal. Do you agree with that? I think he's definitely warranted this tournament. Is he the one to go and win England a major tournament? I don't know. I mean, he's been mightily close in all three occasions. I, I honestly think that if England had beaten France, I think they're going to win that World Cup. 
should have won the Euros in 2021. I think that was a massive missed opportunity. He definitely has warranted another go. This is the best team England have had since, I think, since the, the original golden generation. And the thing is with this generation that they're all young. Southgate should win this tournament. Does he? I don't know. I don't think, as I said before, I don't think he's the most capable manager there and that is my issue. Southgate's definitely a man that does divide opinion throughout the English population. So, I mean, we all hope for the same thing that he does win the tournament, but whether he will is a totally different question. Secondly, we are going to hear from our German representative, the Athletics Seb Stafford Blow. He's a football expert in Germany and he is going to talk us through what is going wrong in Deutschland. I suppose what's most interesting about the what's wrong with Germany question is that nobody really has a, a proper answer. German public were really against Qatar as a concept, really didn't like the, the team going there um, in the first place. A lot of people felt that the DFB should boycott the tournament. And when they got there, you remember, of course, there was a sort of a, uh, a lot of controversy over the decision not to wear the One Love armband and the way the team handled that. A lot of people had a lot of opinions on that, um, created a, a new set of negativity. There's a great statistic which um, off the top of my head is that in the 2018 World Cup, the prime audience for, for German national team games in Russia was something like 22 million people, um, which is Germany's country of about 80, 90 million people. So pretty, pretty sizable. In Qatar, that audience was down to 8 or 9 million, which kind of illustrates the detachment felt and the disinterest. And I think these are two great fears. You, you asked about what needs to change ahead of the European Championship of 2024. Well, that to start with, like the, the public need to buy into this team again. There are a couple of issues which I don't think can be fixed short term, which is that generally a lot of talent, a lot of really capable footballers, but in their core positions, they don't necessarily have that many quality specialists. In previous generations, you'd had Matthias Sammer or Lothar Matthias, like really strong personalities that isn't really there at the moment. And so I think what you have in concert with this slight deficiency in talent of talent in key areas is an absence of accountability too, which is really, really problematic. And I don't know what the fix is for that. And more importantly, nor does anybody else. It's a, it's a really tricky question and it's, it's one without an answer. So uh, something has to change because I, the big fear in Germany is humiliation at their own tournament. A very big thanks to Seb for talking about Germany. So obviously Annika, what parts of Seb's interview do you agree with? Do you agree with the disconnect, firstly? Absolutely. I think they've lost the fans. There's not we. There's not really passion about it anymore. Like even we're hosting now and people are not that excited about it like they were in two thousand and six. Yes. <laughs> I was I was four. <laughs> yeah, they've just really lost the fans and I think this whole tournament could be a breaking point because I think a decent result could get the fan fans back on board. So obviously you've talked about a decent result. Now Firstly, how do you feel about the squad going into the Euros? And secondly, define a decent result. Like, we've got good players. We've got world-class players. Most of them have played a Champions League final. Like, that shouldn't be the issue. But for some reason, they seem to work well in their own clubs, but they don't seem to work well 
in the national team and no one can tell why they're just not harmonizing or whatever but a decent result well obviously make it out of the group stage <laughs> like <laughs> we haven't done that in Qatar so I think for the finals would be a decent result so Annika you mentioned that a good result would be the quarterfinals now let's look at your group you've got Scotland Hungary and Switzerland how do you think you're fair in it? Do you think you'll uh, you'll struggle, or do you think you'll get through it with with ease? They're all behind us in the FIFA ranking, so just technically we have to win it. Um, Switzerland got the same issues as us right now with their manager, so that should be something we should win. Scotland, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Scotland play before, and Hungary. Um, well, obviously, there was something in the last years with them. We've um, met them before. They almost made us go out in the group stage again in the last years. So. And they've only become stronger since then. So I think Hungary is a um, risky opponent. But, yeah, I think we should top this group and go through. So, Marland, you're playing in a group with Spain, Italy and Croatia. How do you feel about that? Obviously, you're right. It's a very tough group. I mean, at the time of the draw, my phone was blowing up. Lots of people said, oh, Albania, no chance. You're going there just for a cheap holiday and all that load of nonsense. Albania will go into this group with absolutely zero pressure. The only thing that I don't want is, is to get embarrassed. I don't think we'll lose all three games. Not that I'm saying we'll qualify. But truthfully speaking, I think Spain and Italy should, should beat us. I don't look at Croatia with much fear. I think we can beat them on our best day. But, you know, it's it's still a very tough game. Croatia are a very capable team, very experienced. But I think we have a young team, as I said earlier on. The achievement is to simply be there. There's no expectations for Albania. No pressure at all. And let's see what we can do. If we can get out of that group stage, I mean, what an achievement that will be. But let's see. So on a jack, England's group... Denmark, Slovenia and Serbia. How do you feel and which team are you most wary of? I think with England, you're always likely to get a group where you're going to turn around and go, we should win that. And if we don't, it's a bit of a failure. My main, my main worry is definitely Denmark. I think they're the best team of the three. Serbia, poor in qualifying, have been a dangerous nation in the past in Slovenia. Do you know They've got a few decent players coming through, Benjamin Sesko and the likes, but I think we'll be fine. We should win this with... Any anything between seven and nine points, but as Guy said earlier, we should. The aim is get out of the group, right? And we should do that with ease with the group we've been given. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Word on We Are Side. I've been Melanie Mary. I've been Jack Ostwick. I've been Annika Hamina. And we'll see you soon.